This is an ongoing brainstorm about the biggest trending news stories, the effects they have on us, and how we can use each of these stories as an impetus to improve our world. This is the Think in Your Armor Trending News. Jonesy, how Carbs. are you? Jonesy, babe. My All right, man. we're getting back into the to, to the swingest things here, and we're gonna do we're gonna do a trending news. We gotta keep them coming. We gotta yeah. keep them coming after this. Well, a lot of folks have been asking me, when are you coming back? And I'm not even kidding. You know, I've been getting. A well, lot yeah, of- we've been doing. We've been. We're imperfect creatures for one thing, and for another thing, with our imperfectness and schedules and and human flaws, we also have a lot in the works that you know we haven't we haven't mobilized. No, and that's like you know we're still. That doesn't mean that we're not mobilizing things behind the scenes. We just haven't really been recording. But certainly, dude, you've been hard at work doing a lot of new creative ideas for the, for the Think in Your Armor and Think in Your Armor brand. Folks are getting yep. a chance to see a lot of those coming out soon, including the debut of the Punk Rock Podcast. Yeah, yeah, like right now, we're going to get them up tonight. I just yep. had you sample the intro, and, yep. and it sucks so it much. You so told me bad. And you we're going to use it. For a little bit, and then we're gonna have to change it. It looks like it costs you upwards of 150 or so dollars because it was like pounds. 112 pounds. Well, it was 112 yeah. pounds, so I'm trying to do the conversion in my head. I don't know the yeah. current rate is, but it definitely costs you a pretty penny to make one of the worst. You know, whoever made this. Well, the music. No, I mean, Music Radio Creative is a really great company to work with. I have to say, I put a rush on it. You know what I mean? Because yeah. you just got to get started. And, dude, I guess you got to take some bruises along the way, you know, when you're yeah, when you're creating content, you know. Yeah, yeah. well, you know, to their credit, um, if you, as you folks just heard, the intro song for this particular show, in my opinion, is outstanding. So, you know. It's good. Like, and, and that, I had to fix that, know. too. But that was all on me. That was just the wording. I had to fix that up. You know what I mean? If every baseball player bat 300 or so for his life, he'd be in the Hall of Fame. You know what I mean? So music radio creatives batting about 300 right now. You know, they have one good one and two that suck. (laughs) So good for them. Yeah, no, they've they've done some great work for us. But right now we're going to talk about Lapo Elcon. I mean, it's so great just to get back in the swing with the trending news uh, segment instead of a flagship. Because, I mean, we're not really – there's no permanence necessarily – to the thoughts uh, here, I mean, there yeah. is, there's big takeaways, larger takeaways, but th- this is a news story. This is something yeah. that's in the news, so we could touch on it and give our, you know, momentary thoughts and, and our first impressions of this news story. Elpo, uh, Lapo, Lapo yeah. Elcon, apparently, you know, in Italy, he's like, uh, according to some of these articles we're getting, like one of the most celebrated uh, playboys in, yeah. in Italian society. What do you think of this guy, Corv? I mean, and what just happened to him? What What are your thoughts? My first thought when you sent me the link to the article was like, um, this really is not significant to me. You know, this doesn't. I don't understand what you know why this guy's even making headlines. And then I read a little deeper, and there's you know you f- come to find out that it, he's an heir to the Fiat, that car company, the automotive car company. You know, he's yep. part of that family, so he's worth like billions of dollars, and. Uh, when I when the article started to hit home, dude, and you know there were some so a couple articles you sent me is when you when I found out that he was recently uh, found in in the depths of the New York City Housing Authority, and uh, he was the reason why he was there was wasn't too good, Jonesy. You know what I mean? No, no. I mean, I mean, on you know, listen. There's a it's unfortunate humor, but to guys like us, you have a little dark humor. You can't help but laugh. There's some inherent humor to this. Yeah. to this situation. I mean, this guy, 
is a guy that was, you know, born into like, uh, you know, some sort of royalty, not literal royalty, but, you know, tons and tons of, of established money um, and, and prestige in Italy. And they know him. They follow him over there. And uh, it's it's interesting. It's interesting yeah. because I guess uh, I can't think of someone we have that's an absolute direct parallel to this guy, like hobnobbing around, no. misbehaving. We have a lot but, of celebrities that are like throwing baggage out there all the time. They're not necessarily misbehaving in like a purely uh, absolutely for themselves. They're 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 hurting themselves, like the Kardashians and Kanye West. They're always getting in trouble and doing stupid stuff. And they're not really doing anything like, all right, th- like when we when we're about to tell you what this guy did was purely for your, their own personal pleasure. You know what I mean? Well, it was for his own personal pr- pleasure, and it was to his own personal detriment. It was a hundred percent honest. I mean, that's the yeah. the one thing you know that if from a humanist like point of view, like if you want to kind of like look at what's going on with a story, and there's two stories you're comparing. You're comparing this guy Lapo Elcon to. Kim Kardashian, I'm just going to say, I mean, believe it or not, you know, the, you can extract value about the reality of society and the way it's worked. It works at a particular given in time from each, each of the stories, each of those stories about those two individuals. But to me, there's more timeless human value in this Lapo Elcon guy, just being like a rich guy, just like, you know, he probably has some potential. He's pretty smart, but he was spoiled in the worst sort of way to really affect his character negatively. And he's just out there showing it. You know, showing humanity. Hey, well, look, I'm I'm a I'm a perfect timeless case study. Some Roman emperor's son acted just like this. Like Marcus Aurelius's son acted like pretty similar to me. Right. Now you get to see what I'm doing, and and it's it's like timeless. It's like a timeless yeah, yeah. story. Yeah, and the difference kind of is like Aurelius' son, you know, uh, Commodus, whatever his name was, or whatever. Commodus! When folks were acting like this back in Roman times, you know, TMZ, Yahoo, and uh, not only were those folks not reporting on it and posting articles to the internet for all of us to read, dude, I mean, the truth of the matter is, the things this guy was just got busted for weren't necessarily illegal back then. You know what I mean? No, no, no. That's like the least of their worries. But unfortunately for Mr. Al Khan, you know, he did a couple of things here that, that you know, the state of New York and uh, and whoever else might find, you know, illegal. Commodus Aurelius Elcon really, really embarrassed his family in New York City, man. Yeah, and it mainly has to do, like, you know, a lot of people have drug problems, okay? You know, that, that, that happens or whatever. But this guy yep. is notorious for when his drug habit gets the best of him, he likes to do two specific things that are against the law and you know, could be deemed embarrassing, the second one, especially for his family. Do you want to go ahead and tell the folks out there what his two major well, offenses are here? Or do you want to... Well, I mean, I, I, I don't know which, which two you're talking about. I mean, the guy, the, the whole cocaine thing that... Yeah, yeah. Comes up. Yep. He does, he does a lot of that, like, obviously days and days worth. We're not talking about a couple yep. bags over here. But um, then, We're like, just the fact that... Kilos. Yeah, and and just the fact that this guy, I mean, where they found this guy before I get to the other offense. Okay, so cocaine's offense number one, but just where this guy was extracted from, I mean, he was extracted by the NYPD from the NYCHA, the New York City Housing Authority, a.k.a. the Projects, 
And it's so interesting to think that this, like, prestigious, richy rich figure, you know, wearing these really, really silly-looking, like, blue suede, like, uh, loafers and whatever kind of Euro sensibilities, you know, yeah. sensibilities yeah. that he's wearing, like, all that kind of yeah. stuff he wears. You know, that's not quite American taste. You know, it's a little effeminate, so, some of those styles well, to, to us when we see that stuff. You know, like the lime green, or not lime green, but, like, you know, forest green skinny jeans or whatever he was wearing yeah whatever he was wearing you know he's out there he's wearing all sorts of fancy fancy yeah. poo uh blazers and stuff yeah. and you know more power to him he looks like he's having fun he's a real uh he's he a real character a lot of fun for sure but they, they pulled him out of the belly of the beast man they pulled this guy we're talking about right now you know out of the belly of the beast out of, out of the projects man yeah. and uh he ran up some kind of crazy tab uh, on all sorts of illicit substances, and this isn't the first time he pulled this sort of maneuver, but the second offense that uh, you brought up, and I, I don't know if he has a track record of this. I know he, yeah, no. I know he has a long, it, a long is, laundry list of beautiful cookie, girlfriends in the past. This is a cookie cutter of a, an offense that he, the same, he did the same exact two offenses back in 05. So he, oh, he, did he? Yeah, he, he re, it's like a, his MO, so to speak. Like, he had these exact same two offenses in 05. And his family had him on lockdown. We'll get to that after. But go ahead and tell us what is. Yeah, so I mean, we established uh, offense number one. You know, is is obviously uh, his illicit habit for like lots of blow, lots of cocaine. So that happened. That's number one. And and number two is that. Well, I guess it's kind of number three. It's like a one-two combo in one. You know, okay, the hookers, people know he likes hookers, so the, the the person he was chilling with in the projects apparently this time in New York City once again was a hooker, yeah. back to this hooker habit of his uh, lifetime that he's had for a while, but she, it was a tranny. She was a tranny, or he, yeah, however you say it. prostitute. Yeah. So. Correct. You know. Correct. Well, you know, we don't have, we're not discriminating against anybody or whatever, but. No, it's always like, a little confusing though, Corv, yeah. when you hear that. Yeah, I mean, well, because we, we I remember when I was a kid, and, and the great Eddie Mur Murphy, I believe, was uh, was busted. Yeah, he was pulled <laughs> pulled over, and he was with also <laughs> a transsexual prostitute, and you know, Correct. The, it kind of confused everyone or whatever, and people kind of confused were, me. Yeah, because it's like, well, what were they going for? Was was Murphy trying to? You know, he's a heterosexual most of the time, but what was he doing there? You know, it was a confusing thing, and that whole thing is confusing or whatever. But when you are the son of a, uh, or you're the heir to a billion-dollar fortune, you know, this, you know, high and mighty Italian royalty, and you get caught in the belly of the beast, and you have a couple of keys of cocaine, or you got a debt racked up with, with some drug dealers, and you're in the mm -hmm. company of a transsexual prostitute, man, those two offenses, you know can kind of embarrass your family you know? they, they definitely embarrass your family i mean here, here here's uh you know a sort of hypothetical analogy for us to try on for size here but you know president-elect trump i mean you know he's got Donald two sons Jason. imagine if one of imagine if one of them pulled this kind of kind of stunt yeah. the way that that man would feel and 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 act. I mean, he would be fuming. I mean, I don't think that we uh, understand yeah. anger as 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 a species. You know, before we before we go down that yeah. path, because if that happened, it's an oh interesting boy. path. Because my, you know, I I'm, you know, this election season has been obviously a little crazy for everyone, and we've kind yeah. of avoided giving our true take 
on the election, and maybe we're not going to ever do that. Maybe we will one day. We'll tease it. We'll leave it out there. Maybe it'll happen. But, uh, yeah. dude, I, I, I can almost see, like, Trump, like, not even allowing his sons to, like, not even, you know, if they're deviant in any kind of way, he would probably just, like, nip that in the butt, like, real at a real young age. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I'm talking electroshock therapy. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You're talking about like whatever, whatever's yeah, there. I'm not talking about that. counseling. You know what no, I mean? Or, no. <laughs> or rehab. You know what I mean? No, no, no. You're, You're talking about the heavy artillery, man. Yeah, I'm talking yeah. about like you know this is fix. <laughs> you know? What yeah. I mean? Yeah, I mean, who else do we have in the public eye now that like could uh, could pull this kind of stunt? And would, like, and it, have it, the same contextual reality of this guy. Like, you know, like a, a rich, prestigious well, family that he could embarrass. Like, if, like, maybe, you know, like, rich in the sense of just, like, uh, business rich? Or are you talking maybe even political, like, famous, powerful? You you care to differentiate? Because I, I was kind of thinking, you know, we talked about our man, our main dude, Prince Harry, the other day out of England. Oh. You know, oh, I mean, in England, and he, uh, you know, he. Was I mean, if he headlines. started acting up, <laughs> because they're already prosecuting him for 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 dating a uh, African woman or African American or half. African. Oh yeah, dude, you can you know, for for a mixed race Canadian girl who does who who is you know she's very white looking. You yeah. know, you could you could kind of look at her and and she's very attractive. And it's like, what are you guys talking about? You know, yeah. you know overall, imagine what is if, the issue? Uh, imagine if Prince H, Prince H was uh, you know uh, hitting a key of coke with a transsexual dude. They'd be they, he'd be out. You know yeah, I mean? exactly. Like the thing that they're talking about is almost imperceptible, and that's like scandalous in their little world. It's it's enough different that like p- folks in society are going to talk about it. But if he was doing what. Uh, what Lapo, what Lapo Elcon is doing over here. I mean, poor, poor Prince Harry, man. I mean, he can't even date our girl Meghan Markle in peace, man. You know what I mean? But, no. Uh, let alone he did, did any offenses like our guy, this guy Lapo, man. I mean, it, he would be out, dude. They'd, they'd have to get him out. I don't know how that works nowadays in England. You know, back in the day, they just took you to the guillotine. Nowadays, when they want you out of the royal family, I don't even know how that works. You know what I mean? But he'd be out. Goodbye. <laughs> you know, Kia Coke and yeah, the projects man. with uh, with a, with a transsexual, you're gone. Oh my yeah. God! If if if, if, if uh, just the idea of like ginger uh, Prince Harry deep in the projects, I mean that would be really yeah. crazy. Deep down there, dude. Well, probably he probably wanted to fare it as well as Lapo because if you're gonna be in the projects and you're gonna be an outsider and you're gonna have like you know not the knowledge of what goes on or whatever. At least Lapo obviously is a, an eccentric enough individual, you know, that they probably like dug him a little there. He he kind of reminds us of some a friend of ours we grew up with with his eccentric eccentricities. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's which like, one is know, that? Oh, uh, the guy we used to call Dude Steen. Oh you know I mean? yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe maybe there's a little phenotypical resemblance there. Yeah, um, yeah. And obviously, I mean, you think Lapo like he's probably pretty quirky too, no? Yeah, no, he looks quirky. He yeah. looks. I, I was. I was uh, just brushing up. Like we're just. We're just brushing up on this guy, so we're no expert at all. This oh, is no. the first time no. we become become aware of him. Actually, uh, the, the way he came into my consciousness, uh, um, Corb, is that our buddy Matt Reed, who now lives in London, and his wife wow. Julia, who, who who I'm friends with. We've talked about them on the show, but they were here visiting. Yeah. Well, I specifically asked them, Corv. I said, like, oh, okay. who do you in Italian society? Is there anyone like you know the Kardashians or any sort of reality yeah. TV star 
that like inhabits that same kind of space in the in the national psyche as you know the people that that we have i mean now we have caitlin jenner and, and we just have all those sorts of yeah, shows that know, and that's of, of people saying. that aren't famous for any particular reason on and their own you know doing, what i'm talking and they're about not doing anything like those people here stateside jonesy they're like they're not doing anything that righteous like uh in the sense of like how many jenner kardashian like booty pics on instagram or the, mm-hmm. what basketball player they're dating now or you know Kate and eight. Or, or what's going on with or what's going on with our guy Rob Kardashian in Black China, you know, and and that whole situation. Like, those, yeah. like they're not being like they're not they're those all those people are in prison, man. They're miserable, you know. Like like yeah. all every kind of headline we hear about those folks, Kanye, all these people are like miserable. This guy Lapo, man, he was just you know maxed up with me all the way here in in New York City. With in in the sense he he was only here in the states for a few hours before he ended up in the projects. You know I mean? <laughs> yeah, I mean, he. This guy goes goes. Uh, what what's the word? I mean, what what's the phrase I'm looking for? Like he goes after it, but like the extre the extremeness with which he. Uh, yeah, just straight, you, 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 know, you know, leaves the reservation. You know, like the definition of what good behavior is is debatable or what's acceptable. Everybody kind of. You know, maybe some people follow the rules all the time. Yeah. Others, this don't. guy shatters this it. Guy, he, he goes straight into the deviant sector right away. Like he yeah. goes straight into deviants. You know what I mean? And yeah. uh, the, I think the the element of this that we really captured our imagination is is the consequences he faced post Bender, and 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 what happened to him. What his family, how his family felt about this. And well, listen, yeah, exactly. I don't have all my fate facts straight, but I, I mean, I'm almost positive that this guy has a personal net worth of 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 mi- many millions. I'm pretty sure just by being, you know, inheriting that by be, by being a member of that family. But somehow he needed like ten thousand dollars. He needed ten G's, ten ten big ones or little ones. And uh, he couldn't get his hands on the money, man. He yeah. couldn't. He couldn't get ten G's, and yeah. his family wasn't making it easy on him. Yeah, and and in the sense that they actually just, uh, it almost reminds me, Jonesy, of a story that maybe we'll tell here right after this, where where his his own parents were and family were like, "Nah, he's gonna stay in Central Booking." You know what I mean? He's gonna. We're not gonna give him the money. You know what I mean? He's gonna. Mm-hmm. You know, it almost reminds us of a time when we were youngsters, man, where a friend of ours. Ended up in central booking, and when we went to his mother's house to say, "Listen, Mrs. So and So, we're really sorry. You know, we've had a, a series of unfortunate events. Yeah, we got pulled we... over, Mrs. So and So, and Sister So and So. We're sorry that this happened, but Matthew is is not with us right now. <laughs> he's, uh, you know, we're sorry. He's, he's these events have led to him, you know, being incarcerated in central booking right now. Where is he? <laughs> Where is he? Well, he's in jail, miss. Yeah. <laughs> he's the smile up. on his sister's face at that moment. No. Once we once we really made it clear that he was in jail and he was in serious trouble, his this little sister was so juiced up, it was unbelievable. I've never seen someone, you know, get so excited to hear if their family member was in jail, you know, as this little sister was. But anyway, so uh you know, this fellow we were with, he's in jail, and we were like, well, listen, Mom, here's the information. You know, you could go get him down at the station. Um, he's going to need you to post bail. Uh, you're, here's here's where he's at. You know what? We'll even take a ride down with you to Central Booking and help you bail him out. And you remember what she said to us, Jonesy? 
I don't I don't remember exactly like something wow. like I told him I told him to fix that effing <laughs> headlight <laughs> tail light said, something like that. Said, well, boys, it's about damn <laughs> time. He, yeah. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and he said, right? "Well, boys, it's about damn time." Yeah. And, and she said, "I am not picking him up anytime soon." And she left him in central booking for 24 hours, you know, where he had Yeah, she picked him up. She, I think she picked, yeah, like a day she later, picked him up. She had to have a fist fight with somebody over some lucky charms but, or bologna sandwich. But, hey, listen, it was uh, it was Lapo's fault for yeah. uh, doing what he did, for, uh, albeit it was something different. But yeah. it was his fault for, for hooking, you know, hooking up with this... Uh, tranny hooker and 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 holing up in the in the pjs and and going on a totally irresponsible binge but and it was our buddy's fault for driving her driving his car around the boogie down bronx with uh collector collectible replica medieval weapons yeah. you know hidden in every crevice of whatever deadly, car deadly, he was driving deadly medieval weapons too like functional medieval weapons like, functional like functional it, perfect like, replicas it could be used you know crossbows and tomahawks and axes and things of that nature Yep, yep. So. And that was his fault, and and he paid the price for yeah. it. But a lot of times we see parents, Jonesy, who will be quick to just pay that bail, get him out, and the problem never really gets fixed. You know, in this case of uh, uh, Mr. El Khan here, his parents, what they do when he, because this isn't his first screw up, you know, what they did in '05, they he just he gets grounded. They punish him. They him <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, what all makes this so funny, too, is it's, like, uh, abduxio ad absurdum, so to speak, because, like, you know, th they have a little sentence in one of these paragraphs we, we were reading that says, you know, when this guy pulls something like this, the family usually, you know, puts him on lockdown after yeah. that point in time. But, Corb, this guy's, like, 39, man. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, so for all intents and purposes, he's 40. You know what I mean? He's like, 40. He's bringing yeah. in his 40th. This is how he's bringing in his 40th. Yeah. But, dude, what I didn't understand about it was, like, here's a guy, he's worth all this money, and his family must think so low of him that he only has access to, like, a certain amount, so obviously he gets an allowance, because he, you know, he's worth, I think, uh, what I read, he's worth billions of dollars, like, his part of the trust, his part of the company is worth billions of dollars, but he doesn't, he doesn't actually get to touch any of that, you know what I mean? No, no. It, it it sounds like he lives off some sort of like super what would be a super generous allowance for most people and you know, he, he when he blows through it all right. <laughs> but by, by going off the reservation, you know, they, they they let him they leave him hanging because they figure like, Hey dude, you you deserve it then. You blew you blew all well, your money because it, it's probably not like a couple bucks, Corv, you know? Well, dude, I, I kinda wonder if it was a couple of bucks or, or if it you know, if it was maybe like a small amount of money because Apparently he ended up owing like 10 G's to the drug dealers and the bartenders and the whatnot. You know what I mean? So I wonder how much he even had to start paying for any of that. You know, maybe they only give him a couple hundos, dude. Yeah, yeah I mean, I mean, who knows? It almost makes you like wonder like if super, super, super rich people like somehow like lose the concept of like what money is like they can get taken for like owing more money than is even possible like how would a normal person even spend that much money doing what he did you know what i mean right. like i don't even think uh, i think a lot of people would have a hard time figuring out how to do that well, yeah and a lot of people that don't have that money if they did have a little bit of money to do that they might do it in a penthouse suite you know in midtown they might do it down here in south beach in a penthouse you know, they might do it, uh, they might get a, the presidential suite 
at a hotel in Vegas at the Bellagio, you know what I mean? Not many people are going to go straight into the Stuyvesant projects or wherever he was, you know, to the top floor there and, and take care of business there, you know, where it's like, you know, the surroundings are kind of probably pretty gro- gross, you know what I mean? Well, so dude, listen. Interesting character to, to take his business there. You know what I mean? Here, here's a little inverse type analogy. Like I just saw the the next episode. We got parts unknown. We got Bourdain coming up. He's going to be in Rome, and he talks about you know Rome. Everybody knows Rome. You know, you got these thousands of years of footsteps in the street that you're walking along, and it's hard to not see that. But this time he's he went. I think the essence and the gist of the way he did this uh, Parts Unknown is he went to experience Rome like a contemporary, you know, somebody born in 1970, Roman native, experiences Rome, and it's a whole other layer of the city, these little suburbs, these little places that kind of exist with a stream of consciousness outside of the Colosseum, outside of, you know, all of of that, you know, SPQR type thing. And, you know... That's so that's so interesting. So, you know, he went and he saw the uh, the real Rome, apparently, in this episode. But let me tell you something about La Elcon, man. If you want yeah. to talk about a talented tourist, yeah. right? Right? Yeah. He Good saw analogy. the real New York City. Good analogy. I love it. Yeah, he did see the You know what? He probably saw a lot more of the real New York City than Bourdain ever sees these days anyway. You know, over here in New York City. But certainly, uh, you know, what is the real New York City? What is the real Rome? You know, Lapo El Khan has the answer to that. You know, Bourdain. You know, I don't know. You got to. We'll see on that Rome episode how deep he gets. But uh, the reality is, man, that the majority of people um, in this in our country, all over the world, you know, they're working. They're they're living a life that's not really documented on TMZ. That's not really documented on CNN. It's not really documented on tabloids and stuff because you know people. It's, it's all filled up with the Kardashians and the whatnot. You know. But, uh, dude, Lapo, man, he got into those projects. He got himself a transsexual prostitute of his choosing and a couple of uh, keys of coke, man. And, uh, dude, I mean, uh, maybe he even got a couple of New York dogs while he was there. But he had himself a time, didn't he? Yeah, he, he boogie-woogied. He boogie-woogied. And, 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 dude, dude, let me tell you something. I, I was thinking right now, like, if I was a TV producer, mad scientist maybe a little bit of a masochist type of guy, uh, and I was just playing that role in a movie. I mean, we were talking about the Kardashians before. You know, now this guy that I'm about to, to talk about and, and his escapade that just happened, I mean, the, the closest that we have to this sort of behavior is is behavioral in nature. I'm not connecting the perfect dots of, like, an American heir to, to like, a prestigious family that went ahead and acted like this. I'm sure it's happened in history, but nothing that's in the headlines right now. But of course we've had Charlie Sheen and everybody knows things have gone south for that poor guy. But uh, dude, related to the Kardashians, I would say Lamar Odom, my man, my man Odom, you you know, has pulled pretty similar stunts. And because he's obviously affiliated to the Kardashians, by the way, of, you know, whatever his marriage yeah yeah with, with courtney so i mean i would i would put these two together i would say lapo and lamar <laughs> you know what i mean let's yeah. get some l and l action going yeah, forget martha and snoop you know what i mean when you get lapo and lamar a dude and you know lamar's you know his big incident happened at the bunny ranch bunny ranch yeah. man 
you know. I mean, Lapo, you bring Lapo to the Bunny Ranch. <laughs> you know, imagine if Uh-oh. Lapo did a, did, a, did a weekend weekender at uh, good old Dennis Hoff's joint out there in, in you know, Las Vegas suburbs, wherever that Bunny Ranch is. Yeah, was. I mean, the Bunny Ranch did a, did a number on Lamar, man. Dude, it, it, he had mucus out coming out of his nose, man. He was unconscious. The Bunny Ranch did him so bad. You know what I mean? Yeah, it did it did him dirty, but and and he rolled out of it, dude, like he a champ. Out. He rolled out. Um, you Have know, you heard from him lately? Uh, I think I saw him throwing some of Courtney's stuff in the street recently, like out of a car or something. Like he was having a little meltdown. That oh, that's pretty. Result. That's pretty. That's a treat. Because, dude, you know what? She probably deserved it. You know, let's be honest. So. I mean, Lamar. There's something about Lamar, dude. Like, of course, he's not perfect. Neither am I. Neither am I. I mean, there's he has some little piece of his personality I just find so enjoyable, dude. Yeah, I've never really ga- been able to ga- gauge his personality because I haven't really heard like a couple of interviews maybe. But uh, you know, he's obviously what. Ha- what the thing is, like, dude, the issue is that he's a sweetheart. You know what I mean? Hey, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. He doesn't. He doesn't seem like he has a lot of ill will, and he's always just chilling. He kind of kind of seems like he kind of always just inherently like sees the humor and what it, what's ever happening as much as possible. Yeah, um, you know, it's unfortunate he got caught up in what he got caught up in. And I'm not talking about the drugs. You know, I'm talking about his his, uh, his uh, romantic situation because that didn't work out well. No, 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 no. You know, no, we, no, we, we got to appreciate him because of that a little bit and get, got to, you know, his, yeah. he got to it showcase was, his personality. But he felt his pain, though. You know what I mean? I'm still feeling his pain. You know. No, absolutely. So, I mean, you know, who knows, man? Who knows? Yeah, like, well, when you talk about loose cannons like that, I mean, yeah. maybe you could do rehab. Or maybe, like, dude, I mean, it, it might sound crazy, Core, but part of the thing would be, is it that crazy? I mean, in terms of good TV, say two guys, like, were not uh, on the wagon. They were off the wagon, and it was yeah. known. They were going to be off the wagon any, anyway. They were, But they're, they're in the public eye. Why not put them together as buddies and make a reality TV show? I mean, like, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Is that immoral? Is that immoral? I don't know. We should talk about that because I, you know people would be tuning in. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely, man. I mean, hey, it's food for thought. We'd have to see, uh, you know, if the uh, the feds, the federal regulation FCC would, would dig that. You know what I mean? But uh, Yeah, we'll have to kick it around, though. The whole, the yeah. whole uh, Lapo and Lamar Lop on Lamar, dude. And you know what, dude? Next time we get a Lamar headline, can we cut a trending news on Lamar? Can we do him his rightful service, man? We just gave yes. Lop a 30-minute segment of our time. Like, I think Lamar deserves at least the same. Yes. Yes, we will. Yeah. So, so the Lop and Lamar concept's good. I think we're at 30 minutes, so we'll close out here, Corb. Yep. Yeah, yeah, we'll close it out, guys. If you if you happen to see any Lopo, uh you know, articles around now. You know who 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 they're talking about. Uh, you know, join the conversation. Hit us up on uh, one of our awful social media accounts. I'm not saying awful. No, no I, and we're going to improve those folks also. No, like, I, listen, I, I, I was really dogging on 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 just how much I hate Facebook. You know no, I mean? yeah, it's annoying, but we're going to start using it because we got the business component of the thinking your armor kicking into gear, and we got our third show, which is going to be really about punk rock podcasting, or what I'm calling at this point, you know, punk rock podcast entrepreneurship folks and the issue is that you know life's about finding your way and some of the existential pain points that people have come by the way of the difficulty in self-expression within the context of modern life and the difficulty in economic self-sufficiency and um you know podcasting is a tool that can be highly related to achieving 
you know, the all of these goals. So what we're trying to do with punk rock podcasting and podcast entrepreneurship, the think in your armor that is, what we're trying to do is to to take a humanist per, per, uh, perspective here and, and solve these problems as much as possible and tie these mutual relationships, the artistic relationship, by the way, of podcasting and the business relationship, by the way, of podcasting together as much as possible so that we can be happier people. And and when we do, we're going to do it for ourselves and it's no perfect thing. It's a work in progress. But as we do it, we're going to share what works and we're going to try to get more people to be happy doing that. So if you want to join our newsletter, that's what we're going to talk about. Straight ahead advice, like nothing that's going to confuse you podcast feel better express yourself you know get closer to self-actualization and figure out how to tie some revenue streams based on whatever you're good at to it as well and uh you know we're not your guru like like tony robbins he has that thing we're not your guru but the thinkinyourarmor.com you know we're your friends over there so you you go over there and you join our newsletter and we got a podcaster starter package that we're going to be uh, doling out to, 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 to folks, of course, it's, it's, for, it's for profit. You're going to have to pay. But we're giving one away for free if you join our newsletter on January 9th. Ooh. And, um, wow. yeah, it's going to be everything you need to get up and running. And, uh, you know, we're, we're going to build your site, custom artwork, and our consulting to help you kind of conceptualize your show for both passion and profitability. You get yeah. the gist. I'll tighten up this plug but the thinkinyourarmor.com. Yeah, that's a hell of a plug, man. Hell yeah, man. well, dude, I'm just being honest. So you know, as long as I'm not lying, I'm just following my heart. I want to. I want people to know I'm telling the truth and that I'm feeling authentic about what we have planned yeah. to, to offer the world and to help them with. And of course, we got to make a little money doing it. But we're gonna we're put we're gonna put our all into it. So the thinkinyourarmor.com is where you can go find that stuff. And if you join our newsletter, we're gonna you know every week release advice and tips and stuff in that sort of DIY punk rock type of perspective so that people can like just get to work for themselves you know we don't want to confuse them we want like more action out there in the world but Corv we got to fix the damn and uh, Corv you want can we lament a little bit before we close out we'll go on 35 35 minutes but here's a perfect thing about punk rock podcasting folks uh, about work in progress uh, you, you know, I had to rush the intro yeah, to, to, to this show. I'm going to cut some shows after here. I didn't hear it yet. I told Corv, can you can you give this a little taste? Can you give your ears a little taste and get back to me on, on what it sounds like? Yeah, it's awful. Because the first thing that bothered me about it was that it's punk rock podcasting. I'm a fan of punk rock. You're a fan of We know what punk rock sounds like. And they gave you like... You we know what <laughs> punk rock sounds like. <laughs> they gave you like... And, no, and you know what, dude? I'm not too nerdhorn on saying any stuff, you know? Listen, we've legitimately, we've listened to some, some hardcore punk, we've listened to pop punk, we've listened to all sorts of punk, we know punk rock in the 90s, in the 2000s, the 80s, whatever, we know about it, and they gave you an 80s hairband instrumental background that sounds like, you know, Sammy Hagar probably recorded in his, in his uh, home studio or something, man, with a guitar yeah. and, uh, you know, a drum kit, I mean, it's awful. Well, exactly, and I, I have to say, no, no, nobody's perfect. No individual's perfect. No company's perfect. Me and my company aren't perfect. The company that did that music radio creative, I would, I would absolutely recommend them. They have done great stuff for us. But the whole thing is, I put a rush on this, folks. I wasn't, yeah. I wasn't all over it. And you know, 
what am I going to do, Corbin? Am I going to am I am I going to oh, allow my heart to stay right, sunken over this? No, no I'm going to shrug this off. And you're going to use it. You're going to use that that particular song for right now because you know what? Right dude, now. At the end of the day, we can't nitpick. We can't micromanage our lives. You know, we can't get caught up in that. No, and we're gonna fix it down the line. We'll fix it down the line, and we're just gonna do. We're gonna have fun, dude. This is gonna be a little therapeutic for us, like right now, airing a couple of grievances. But at the end of the day, you know, we're not gonna get caught up on things. We're gonna keep the ball rolling. The intro's horrible. It's so incredibly bad, but we're gonna use it anyway. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because dude, I mean, I gotta. I haven't heard it. I haven't heard it. I'm gonna hear it after this. The other thing is that it's just also fun to just be honest sometimes. You know what I mean? And uh, it's you know, so it's, fun. It's, it can be really fun. It's and way too I, good. And I think, dude, that's the whole punk rock podcast thing. No matter what we're doing here, and no matter what that's going on in that show. How about the fire intro that you're gonna you're gonna publish though? Yeah. Tonight. For, the, for this one. The for this one. Yeah. If you stuck around this long, you've heard it already. I'm gonna even hook up a little outro for you here in a minute or two. Yeah, so. because that that's a, that's a, that exactly. That's you, they heard it already, but that's it's uh, it's been it's been revised. One more thing to add, Jonesy here, and that's uh, you know, mm-hmm. the, the punk rock podcasting, the honesty, the whatnot. I mean, and the, and the beauty of podcasting, folks, if you turn your TV on at night, if you watch, whether you watch CNN, whether you watch MSNBC, Fox News, whether you watch your local news, whether, whether you read CNN or Yahoo or any of these major websites or whatever websites you do read, there's so much bias out there, you know what I mean? And it's so one-sided in one way or the other all the time, and it's all about, you know, the way some, some group of network executives feel. You know, what podcast is doing is it's giving, you know, people like me and Jonesy thinking your armor the opportunity to formulate and publish our own opinions and that that really you know aren't affected by anybody but ourselves because we're our own our own bosses so how good is that man it's so good <laughs> how, how good is it's that? so good that's all i gotta say I just have to and i'm glad you said that and hey dude one of these days maybe we'll get lapo elcon you know on yeah. on the show i mean talk about a guy who's in our wheelhouse we'd love to speak with him Absolutely. And you know what, dude? We're going to line up with some other guests. We're going to have uh, a lot going on here. It's good to be back. And I'm um, looking forward to uh, recording some more material with you, man. So, Corb, I just want to say this. We're going to cor- record tons of material. You, you think maybe you, you could do it in any way you want. You think maybe you could close us out and make it sound good after I just remind folks, join our newsletter if you want to hear the kind of stuff we were talking about, punk rock, punk rock DIY podcasting advice, and go to thethinkinyourarmor.com. You think you got this one, Corv? Yeah, yeah, dude. I'm going to keep it simple. This is the trending news show. Yep. All right, mm-hmm. it's about topics that we choose. We want to talk about it. Thanks for listening. We're gonna we're gonna be releasing more trending news shows in the future. We're happy to be back. We love you. We hope you uh, enjoy the show. And uh, Jonesy, you know, um, at the end of the day, everyone's got their vices, and it's unfortunate for Lapo uh, Elcon. His happen to just make make the trending news show for the Thinking Your Armor. Absolutely, and it's lucky. Luckily for us, our advice is punk rock podcasting. So see, we'll see you next time, everybody. <laughs>